0: Welcome to episode three of Consultant Speak, the podcast series brought to you by the Russell Partnership Collection, Europe's leading food and technology consultancy. Founded in 1989, RPC has worked with over 600 clients across 30 countries in six continents. This podcast is for you if you work in or are interested in hospitality, major events, higher education, technology or well-being industries. Through this series, we'll be talking about learning from life experiences, have guest speakers sharing their wisdom, and discuss important issues relevant to the food, technology and wellness industries. In this episode, we will be speaking with Stelian Jakob. Stelian was part of the team that led the development of the new ThermaGroup concept, overseeing operations at ThermaGroup's facility in Bucharest. His role currently is focused on improving service quality and brand enhancement through the development and retention of key talent. Currently, Stellian is the Senior Vice President of the Global Thermal Group and CEO of ThermaGroup UK. I'm David Russell. I'll host this podcast along with Peter Russell from our technology business today, and we very much look forward to a conversation with Stellian. Hi, Stellian and welcome to Consultant Speak Podcast. How are you today?
1: Hi, David. I'm really well, thank you.
0: Well, it's lovely to hear, and uh, happy December.
1: Same to you, and uh, thank you for having me.
0: Thank you very much. Stellian, perhaps we can start sort of with your time pre-therma, because it's an interesting growth, I'm sure, from your childhood education and early years. So it'd be lovely to hear a little bit about what we call the three M's, milestones, memories, and mentors in your
1: life? Well, that, I guess it depends on how far away uh, do you want to go, right? So I grew up in a wonderful place called uh, Sibiu, yeah, which is a city in Transylvania, Romania. I guess that this was a kind of um, very traditional kind of a city town, I was going there to school, and then uh, obviously to university. Still in in Cebu, um, I studied uh, law uh, in Cebu, and um, and uh, my my early years in um, in this wonderful mountain kind of a town is um, were determined by by a lot of tradition. I guess I think that uh, this is how you would characterize the, this place in Europe a lot of tradition a lot of um sense of family and belonging See, it's a wonderful place uh, something to visit to put it on the bucket list of uh, towns to visit because it's uh, it has this appeal of a kind of um you know old medieval town uh with a lot of influences from from germany from hungary It's, I guess, one of those cities that uh, have like, uh, you know, five different denominational church in five uh, minutes away from each other. Really, really interesting. So you have a synagogue and uh, Greek Catholic and Catholic and uh, Protestant church and um, Orthodox, obviously. But uh, this this was what uh, characterized uh, CBO as a place, uh, very very nice, the kind of a place that people still dressed very nice on the Sundays, if you will. Yeah, yeah. And this is the memories that I have uh, with uh, with CBO. Obviously, I left CBO after after university, and uh, I was involved in uh, setting up uh, numerous businesses quite interesting businesses i would say from different kind of spectrum so we did uh, set up uh, um, a business on uh, on um, image bank the kind of uh, collaborations with uh, you know large companies um, for production for for photography and then we had the real estate practice and then we had uh, a law practice and it was quite interesting years after which uh, Life took us to different places of Europe, uh, Germany in particular, uh, where we were involved in um, in different activities as well. And then, of course, the wonderful, uh, you know, story of Therme started
0: Absolutely, uh, in I'd, Germany. I'd love to ask you lots and lots of questions about that. Sticking with Transylvania, uh, Stelian, you know, it's remarkable that that is a place still in mainland Europe that, is still not spoken about much. And when you look at the history and the forest layouts in Transylvania, the mountain ranges in terms of how, you know, the uh, Carpathian mountain ranges, it's just a magnificent city, uh, structure and environment where people seem to be so genuine, which is lovely to hear the history behind that. So, that comes a lot through your personality too. So it's always lovely to see that. But you mentioned Therma and it would be lovely to hear how you actually sort of first engaged with Therma and the start of the story and why.
1: I guess that there is no one moment in particular. I I, I guess that this is kind of uh, some... Uh, different moments in time that actually got us to the conclusion that actually being involved in well-being is, is wonderful. And some of those moments is uh, a meeting with her in Germany with Josef Wund some years ago, with a late Josef Wund. A meeting that was really, really interesting the type of personality he was, the type of ethos he showed, the interest in bettering people's lives, I guess. This is something that really stuck with me. And um, and actually, his idea of doing that through the creation of this, what it was at that time in Germany, Badewelte, eh? this sort of wonderful, complex places, places, uh, of uh, using therapies of water Uh, the idea of terme as uh, we have it now was not really clearly formed at that stage and it took us some uh, 10 years to uh, get in a position to have the necessary approach if you will to think about how you could do those terme facilities Um, i guess that uh, that meeting was one of the most important points but then participating in uh, in in uh, the build stage of some of those projects there in Germany and then the realization that actually um, you could develop a new concept around the same idea but a very new concept uh, that you had to start from scratch because that term in Germany worked for that market because it's highly specialized and you have everything you need on a walking distance kind of thing. Whereas, um, in order to create a global concept, you will need to start all over to think about the complex interplay of different technologies, uh, different specializations, different people in order to create those environments. So, I guess that's that's my my, my kind of uh, You take me on a memory lane there, David.
0: <laughs> well, it's lovely to hear the story and lovely to hear the stories. Part and parcel of that, obviously, our visionary chairman in terms of Dr. Robert Hannay, you must have met during that period of time. How did you meet and start working so closely together?
1: Well, to be very frank with you, um, I met Robert even before that, a long time before that, because we were from the same town. And we were great friends before we started doing anything in terms of business. So I guess that... uh, you can say that uh, me and Robert grew up together, as people, as uh, you know, influencing each other and kind of uh, being involved in something that is, you know, this wonderful life journey, if you will. And I'm really, really fort- fortunate to 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 call him uh, my best friend. I think he's he's a wonderful human being, and uh, obviously, whomever met Robert, he's uh, you know, you get that sense that you are in the presence of somebody really, really special. Um, But what I can say about him actually is that, uh, you know, people appreciate him for his mind. People appreciate it for his uh, wits or or for his kind of visionary way to look at things, an innovative way to look at things. Uh, But I guess something that you need to appreciate about him is his heart. I do think that uh, it's very, very rare that you can find someone that has that sort of mental capacity, but at the same time keep that groundness, that common sense, if you will, something that was very familiar to us growing up in town of Sibiu.
0: What a lovely, lovely story. And I think great, great childhood friendships really hold something very, very special through life. And I'm sure a number of us share those special relationships. And it's lovely to hear that. How that relationship started. So, thank you for that, Stellian. So, for many of you listening, the name Dr. Robert Hannay may be new. Robert is the chairman of the overarching group, the holding company for Therma. And how lovely it was to hear that story of how Stellian and Robert met. So, thank you for that very much, Stellian. I wonder if we could now just take a few moments to start talking through the birth of Thermo Bucharest, Stelian, and talk a little bit about the last four years of that quite remarkable journey. I know this is a subject you could talk uh, for life on, but it it would be great just to let everybody know who's listening that if they haven't been, it's a place they need to go uh, and experience. So a few words on that would be absolutely great, Stelian.
1: With pleasure, David. Therme Bucharest is an amazing place, and um, the journey to get there was really, really special because it's a journey of people, and it's a journey of uh, of doing things that have not been done before, of testing new grounds, and of creating teams. Uh, I believe that um, those those four or five years were really important in. Putting together all the teachings, the learnings of the, this technology within a showcase, the sh- first showcase outside of Germany. The showcase that actually something like that has the potential to really influence for the better people's lives. Um, so, in terms of uh, of the actual build, obviously that that didn't took longer than than um, two years, which uh, for a facility of this size. Uh, my kind is really extraordinary, uh, but at the same time, um, it, it implied uh, using and involving people from all over Europe. Really, from Germany and from France, from northern Italy, from from Poland, and a lot a lot of local specialized companies as well. Uh, Romania has a wonderful tradition of construction, and that was really crucial in setting the foundations, both in a literal and actual way. But also, I think what was very fundamental as well was the ethos, the work ethos that people showed, which is something that everybody was really enthused about what was this project supposed to be about. So at the end of the day, everybody, you know, worked with their heart uh, in this project. And there were a a first of a lot of things. It was the first the uh, kind of uh, structure of this kind in 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 Romania, a steel structure that was uh, self-supporting uh, with large glazing, uh, large arching retractable roofs, uh, is the largest actually in a seismic area. Uh, at the same time, uh, the water treatment. Uh, put in place there was a world first it's uh, actually ozonated water so actually you are treating the water by using ozone at the same time we use the potential of the geothermal water and uh, we 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 executed a, a drill for three kilometers to get 85 degrees water to use it for heating and then uh, to clean it in seven different stages and then use it for therapeutic purposes within the facility that was again a first uh, in Europe so so many firsts and what what uh, was at the end of that um, important is that actually that was the time that people bonded together to create what we have now as different teams within the organization so it's uh, it's a wonderful way actually to to create teams and to Put people together to do wonderful things.
0: Thank you, Stelian. And for those listening, the Thermo Bucharest has a huge over a million uh, visits a year in terms of people visiting. It has some amazing statistics in terms of 800 plants, 1,500 palm trees. Uh, the roof that Stelian talked about, I think, is a thousand tons in terms of the the weight of that roof so a magnificent a magnificent facility and as stelian taught there a lot about firsts there's also quite a lot of largest in terms of the roof in terms of the urban beach area that's there the wave pool and the botanical gardens so pack your bags get a ticket and go to Bucharest to see it it's amazing amazing journey for all of us to see so thank you for that but of course it's also worth saying, Stelian, that this—that this, was one element of a huge jigsaw that makes up the Therma Group. And you and I obviously were lucky enough to be part of the annual general get-together just last week and hear all of those fantastic stories from all of the companies around the group. Perhaps you could just tell our listeners a few snippets of the scale and breadth of the business that forms the Therma Group.
1: It's, uh, I guess we are really fortunate because um, this way of thinking, the curiosity all the time, trying to solve problems for humankind, actually, that's the approach, I guess. And which is that it's also an understanding that actually what you are trying to address are, you know, fundamental human needs and, and issues that arise from us creating the fabric of society. And... F- in order to solve all of that, or to try to tackle them at least, you cannot do it alone. And this realization is at the heart, is the key about thermagroup. Group. Therme Group is nothing more and nothing less than a collection of very, very special companies and extraordinary individuals. It's a collection of people that actually were already and did already tremendous things for humanity and. Already they were successes in their own stories. We are very fortunate to be in a partnership with you, David, and the the, uh, Russell Partnership Collection. We are very fortunate to have Professor Mancuso and uh, Peanut at the University of Florence as as, partners of of a collaboration towards uh, using the teachings of plants and neurology of plants and neuroscience of plants to educate people towards our place in nature, taking our place in nature back. At the same time, Delta X, Professor Burmeister, that's a partnership that allows us to create those wonderful overarching structures that actually almost disappear to allow nature to create that environment for people to feel good in. Water treatment, um, water filtration systems, collaborations with Tremendous companies that have patented solutions in different industries, as well as um, mind maze. But I guess also this healthcare and wellness approach, understanding, creating those research programs. In Teremen Group, we had set up a lot of uh, research with different universities around the globe because the idea was to try to understand if we talk about something what that means not only for us but what it means for people Uh, you are trying with thermal well-being resource to change habits to better people's lives to try them to uh, live a healthy and meaningful life in order to do so most definitely you need to understand we have a uh University of Glasgow partnership uh, with Cogito Department towards understanding what well being is as a concept, philosophically speaking. And then obviously how can you use the teachings of those dimensions of well being towards employment of architecture practices to change and to address human well being, all of its dimensions, from uh you know, physical to mental to spiritual well-being. In terms of uh, the technology to build those uh, wonderful places, obviously you need to kind of um, understand botanics and nature and uh, try to recreate that sort of environment, but this time in a very kind of controlled manner. Somebody called it well-being for plants, and I guess this is what it is—well-being for plants as well. Yeah. Um, and at the same time, everything that happens with Terme Art Program, which was uh, an endeavor started by Terme Group um, about uh, a few years ago, where I guess that the entire philosophy behind Terme Art really spoke to artists and to commissions, and to uh, and to visual artists and performing artists, because. All sorts of, if you want, um, uh, human-related challenges that uh, people are facing nowadays, especially uh, under the umbrella of COVID and what happened uh, lately, they are all uh, deep-rooted within our understanding of city life and city living. And I guess that everything... um, that we do tries to address that human-centric with the human and uh, with the psychology of the human in mind all the time, but trying to get as many partnerships and as much as content related towards um, what makes the well-being of people. So Terme Art Programme is a big part of that. Uh, Terme Art uh, Programme now has transformed the art scene uh, partnership with super blue, um, you know, kind of artists that we have. Serpentine is a great partner over the past years with us, participating in all these wonderful uh, forums and platforms to discuss a partnership on performing arts with uh, the festival or uh, the international festival in CB with my home city. Um, all of those things uh, are just coming all together. To kind of help us develop that well-being for all—that it's all encompassing and really powerful statement—that we want to address over the pa- uh, next years.
0: Uh, Stallion, it's—it's it's just such an inspirational vis- vision, and some some of our listeners will be thinking, "Goodness, this this is remarkable. This is realistic, inspiration, visionary." But in reality, it's all come to life, hasn't it? These companies are here, they're performing well, they're well-structured, they're well-financed, they're delivering great innovation to, as you quite rightly say, those challenges of human life for us. But it must be in your role in terms of chief executive for the group, also a massive challenge in terms of management techniques. This, this, This sounds very, very complex in terms of having multiple companies with consistent visions that actually spread around the world in so many different disciplines. How do you achieve that? We, we, we understand you're superhuman, but how do you achieve that, Stelian?
1: You're really kind, David. There's nothing of it. Actually, mm-hmm. it's, um, it's, you achieve that by identifying the right people to partner with and to share the vision. If you have that, Terme is nothing more and nothing less than a platform. And people do understand that. The right partners and the right people do understand actually this is a wonderful opportunity to address some of the human needs and through their knowledge, through their life, through their expertise, then they could do that because Terme will address millions of people. And by doing that, The potential is to really go to the hearts and minds of millions of people to help them, support them during a transformation. The transformation is uh, actually just city living and city living needs to have a dimension of well-being. It cannot be that uh, 60% of the population of the world will live in a city in the next uh, 10 years, 20 years But uh, not a lot of things are directed towards people's well-being, meaning access to art, access to nature, parks, and obviously access to well-being resorts and facilities. It's as important as the Romans uh, gave it uh, to the Urbis, uh, uh, the idea of central uh, importance within the city, uh, I guess now is time for us to look really close to what defines uh, the city living and how can we address that? And I guess uh, you can do that by having uh, wonderful people around you. And I guess that this is, this is the way you do it is by identifying those people, those endeavors and put them together. Is nothing more and nothing less than that.
0: That's great. And, um- so, Stelion, you mentioned the power of, of partnerships, and, and I know earlier you mentioned the the relatively recent partnership with Russell Partnership Collection. So, can I ask a little bit more about that? So, how, how did that come about? How, how did you meet David initially, and, and what have you seen so far in terms of that?
1: Thank you, Peter. That's 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 exactly to attest what I was saying earlier. Because uh, uh, how did we meet David actually? Uh, we met David through a common friend, James Mark. And uh, James and uh, David have uh, worked together in the past and they created this wonderful friendship uh, that that really tested time. And this is how I met David, through James. And uh, we got to talking and actually I just found out about what is the interest of David uh, and what is his... Uh, approach and the team's approach towards helping people, educate, working with the governments uh, around the world and uh, working with large venues, creating that sort of uh, almost like a repository of knowledge towards nutrition, but also looking at what can be used in new technologies and applied in new technologies for us to better understand that. And I just thought that is absolutely extraordinary because thinking about the future but with your feet grounded is the way to go and actually this is what i found about your organization david is that sort of a ethos to to mix things around but always with a view uh, towards uh, humans and always with the caring towards humans and with the love towards humans and this is actually attracted me and then the wonderful the wonderful events that you did, the wonderful uh, programs, there was, uh, you know, nutrition in schools and, and all of that, is just to attest that this is what exactly is needed in the world. This sort of approach towards nutrition, towards us understanding our role, and that our health and our well being is also or primarily influenced. By the way we eat, what we eat, and how we address that, and um, our work until now with uh, uh, Russell Partnership Collection, uh, it it was absolutely inspiring. I guess that through through the uh, partnership that we created, which we, we just uh, materialized recently, but uh, it has been going on for about two years now, and uh, we worked together in uh, Terme Bucharest, and the team was really proactive in um you know changing menus helping the team there locally to um address better people's people's you know nutrition in a meaningful way and also you know in a kind of a sustainable way afterwards is not only what you can do through what you are doing precisely within the locations but is what is the teachings of people to take with them to help them change their habits and the way they live. And I'm really excited about our partnership. I'm 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 so fortunate to have Matt, David, and the team, and um really looking forward for us to do wonderful things together.
0: Well, that's great to hear. And uh and, and David, I know technically you're hosting today, but it'd be great um to hear a few words from you on uh on the launch of Thermora RPC as well. Yeah, I'd love to say a few words. So this will only take the next three hours, guys, if you're listening. So don't <laughs> tune out yet. Uh, there's more of Stellian to come. But listen, you you know in life when you've found a life partner and that's, that can be the same in a human relationship as it can be in a business relationship. And certainly the Russell Partnership Collection and Therma Group feel the same way about life partnerships. So that's really, really important to us. Might be just worth sort of saying stelian touched on the point that that it's been 2 years in the making it has you know none of us are into making quick decisions we're into making decisions that are meaningful and that will add value to that human element of life and certainly within what we have started to do and will continue to do is create what is realistically quite a visionary approach to what's going to happen with food so our our therma RPC Vision is very much developing the world's most advanced well-being focused food operations, which is important. But we intend doing that by a combination of harnessing nutritional knowledge, harnessing bio-individuality and harnessing the principle of functional food. So when we talk realistically about evidence-based nutrition, it's using you know, the, the application of best research available at that time when we talk about bio-individuality we talk about the individual needs every single one of us has a different requirement based on our body size our our backgrounds the stage of life our bodily bodily functions cultural preferences etc and then last but not least the issue of functional foods foods that actually just do slightly more for us than normal foods so it'd be you know a uh, particular food such as sauerkraut which we've been talking about recently great in terms of fueling but also contains probiotics to help us through developing good uh, gut bacteria for us so we'll certainly be delivering and driving that through our experiences with throughout the whole thermo group worldwide but we'll will as a business, also be responsible for designing, creating, mobilising, supporting and operating the businesses around the world. And that's that's very, very exciting because it gives us a huge catalyst to touch so many of those millions of people that Stellian has quite rightly talked through. And we'll do that in lots of different ways. We're looking at the ability of developing vertical farms, bee apiaries, bringing back traditional bakeries. Some of the old skills that we've lost uh, around the world, but combining all of those traditions and human aspects with robotics and the way in which we can use technology to drive efficiency through our businesses. So, and bringing perhaps last but not least, certainly not least, is integrating the local communities in terms of local supply chain, but also we'll have facilities. Um, it's being planned in terms of Manchester, our UK launch in 2023 to have community centres where we can bring people in, help education, do schools, programmes, uh, have live studios to do culinary demonstrations, etc. So watch this space. This is an amazing opportunity for all of us to make a fundamental change to the way in which we live, think and are healthy. So thanks for the opportunity to say a few words, Peter, and thanks for interjecting there in terms of the conversation. That was really, really kind of you. So uh, we better uh, better cut me off and keep with Stelian in terms of the way in which we go forward. So, Stelian, I'm really, really conscious that probably we're very, very rapidly running out of time to uh, cover off a number of subjects, but it would be really, really nice building on what you said in terms of Bucharest and the amazing achievements there to use that as a platform to also discuss what the future might hold?
1: Absolutely. I strongly believe that the future needs to uh, be sustainable, that, that it's going to be for uh, for a lot of businesses. Unless the businesses can become sustainable, I don't think you'll have a business in the future. At the same time, I do believe that um, the future needs to be about people and their needs and needs to be individual so you need to cater for individual needs of people um, at the same time I think that technology will play a very big big part into the future of our business I believe that uh, what we started uh, in Bucharest with um, Terme Bucharest being the first lead platinum project of this Size and this category in the world achieving perfect scores in terms of water usage, in terms of energy uh, usage, in terms of waste uh, management, um, also has the potential to attract a lot of people. We just had under five million people visiting the facility over the past four years, which is truly remarkable. That showcases actually that. Uh, people do need wellness and balance in their life. And uh, they do care about that. And um, they just uh, rewarded that by by using the facility in Bucharest. I guess that uh, from our studies, something like uh, 55 to 6% of the population of the entire region visited Terme with one or the other occasion. Revisitation numbers are also very big. So in terms of our future, I guess it's exactly this idea that uh, we will need to think strategically to create that sort of well-being for all. And in order to do that, you need to create more spaces like that around the big cities of the world, um, have really a global vision to do so, and to really... Um, in all territories in all the countries trying to to get that consistency of uh, of experience and and to deliver that wonderful content the content around uh, wellness and well-being uh, it's it's uh, really about the experience and the experience needs to be holistic Um, as we are as human beings really complex worlds. Also, our needs are the same. So we need to cater for for the nutrition. We need to cater for the mental health. We need to think about the aesthetics. Um, We need to think about the access to art. And everything needs to tie up very nice in uh, environments that are natural, uh, that are sustainable, and that are really easy to discover and to use.
0: Stelian, magnificent talking to you. Uh, We could talk, I know, for days about the past and what is about to become the future. For those listening, thinking about visiting a Therma, it's also worth saying this is an affordable experience. It's one of those experiences that once you've been once, you certainly will be going time and time again in the future. Thank you so much for taking so much time to talk to us, stelian for everybody listening, it's just worth noting during this time, these conversations can't be face-to-face. So this conversation is happening in three different locations as you're listening. So if there's any breakdown in our communications and or, or our recording, please bear with us. It's magnificent that we're able to do it in this way and connect at such large distances. I've thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. It's an inspirational journey and story. Thank you so much for your time, Stellan.
1: David, thank you as well. It has been a real pleasure as well, spending this last half an hour with you.
0: Thank you so much, Stellan. Well, Stellan spoke about both the foundations of his life and of the birth of Therma Group. Key elements of this included the focus on innovation as the key driver to success and the desire to break new ground constantly. Therma is clearly leading the way in areas such as sustainability, and it was great to hear about the firsts that the group had already achieved. Stelian also spoke about the importance of creating and managing strong teams of people to achieve these goals. Addressing fundamental human needs is clearly a core component of what Thermagroup stands for. And it is clear that that depth and breadth of the wider group ensures this becomes a reality. The overarching theme of encouraging people to have a happy and healthy lifestyle came through in a big way from all that Stellian had to say. Thank you all for listening to episode three Of Consultant Speak. Please do subscribe. Give us a five-star rating as this really helps our podcast be found by others just like you. We hope you found the podcast informative, educational, and that it made a positive impact on your day. Thank you all so much and goodbye.